What is going on? It is episode 41 of the Chasing Points podcast, your weekly honest dive into the world of sports. What's up? I'm back. It's Sam Favada joined with my uh, co-host. Wow. You, you, you heard how his pitch started going down when he started to introduce me. He gave yep. his rah-rah BS. I saw this look on your face and I was just like, oh. This guy, break it down. Uh, he comes back, and this is the what he brings with him. Bring that stench and put it somewhere else, sir. Wow. How are you, Sam? My lovely co-host, Brandon. What's up, my friend? As you're, you know, I catch a mid sip. It's all right. Uh, hey, man, I'm we're drinking apple apple juice. I was going to say apple sauce, uh, apple juice, and it's got to be Martinelli's, the only apple juice you should be drinking. But uh, I'm great, Sam. Not really, but we'll get into that. All right. Yeah, it's uh it's January 12th, 2022. I'm back after a little uh hiatus. Thanks for holding it down. You and the the guys holding it down for us. I felt like I was gonna get Wally pipped. You should you, know? you should, you suck. It was yeah, it was <laughs> that was gonna be it for me. Uh, you guys sounded good. Thank it you. was and weird you know, listening to a pod your own podcast when you're not on it. It's I know you know that weird. feeling. I, yeah, I definitely know that feeling. I mean, it's happened to me here. It's happened to me on the uh, for the love of hype as well. So it's it's weird listening back and not hearing yourself on there, which is why it's also funny is I never listen to the episodes after editing. I don't like listening to myself. It's it's just a weird feeling. Yeah, it's it's odd. Um, but you know, it's it's weird to be rolling up in your car and you're listening to yourself. So I try not to do that because uh, yeah. that what weirdos do but <laughs> that's hey, sure. man. hey man we're back it's 2022 um i left for a little bit but i'm back and it's the one year anniversary of our podcast yeah. so that's pretty exciting thank you to everyone who has listened um have some news regarding that coming up too so um if you are on spotify you can leave a, a rating now did you know that you can leave a rating on Spotify. So give us five stars. And uh, if you leave us a five-star review on Apple, drop a question in the comments and, and Brandon will answer it. <laughs> okay. And the next episode. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, but it's good to be back. And uh, thanks everyone for listening. So let's, let's dive right in. There's a lot to talk about. It is uh, the coaching carousel is heating up and GM carousel and uh, Joe judge was just fired. It's, Tuesday night as we're recording this. So um, we'll get into that. Uh, certain the playoff matchup for wildcard weekend is set. So we'll dive into that. Clay's back. Kyrie's back. Jamal Murray's coming back. We'll get into that. But I think we have to start with the national championship game last night <sighs> in Indianapolis, man. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, dive into that. Mm. Yeah. So <clears throat> Bama was actually not favored in this betting wise it started off as them as favored and as it got closer and closer to the game they were actually not favored um which was pretty interesting uh but seeing the outcome which was 3318 uh was it 3318 that I'm sounds right wrong, i'm looking at the wrong thing am i looking at the right thing wrong thing i don't know it was close, um, and then it wasn't yeah, so no, it was close. Yeah, 33-18. So uh, that game was a very uh, weird game. It was super close throughout uh, the first two and a half quarters. Uh, the third quarter, they came out shooting, and uh, the only one that won that shootout was Georgia, for sure. Uh, I, I think I've said it on here before, Sam, uh, how much I hate Bama. Uh, and Bama made me hate them even more because I actually bet on them and they lost me money. Uh, so which we'll get into that too. Uh, wasn't too happy about that. We had plays of, uh, uh excuse me, corners picking up the ball, not realizing it was fun, fumbled and doing one step. That was the craziest play. I think that, that was not like literally, like, was that even a fumble? Sure. And then the, the, what corner was it? Was it McKinstry? I don't even know. Just, I don't even remember the name. Just picks up the ball like and just jogs off the field like it was just a dead play. And and literally it could have been, I thought it would have been the turning point of the game, but it proved I not it to be. Too. 
Um, what Twitter a wild play, though. Twitter was blowing up. Uh, the stadium was blowing up. And uh, you thought that everyone thought that Alabama continued, Nick Saban conti- would continue to have this magic that he always does. He always seems to get these calls. And uh, you thought that they were going to ride that to another national championship. And and, the, and they didn't. You know, Bryce, Bryce Young was dealing, uh, you know, lost – he lost his number one receiver earlier in the season, lost number two receiver in the game, Jameson Williams, to a torn ACL, we find out today. And we knew, like we were talking during the game, we knew instantly that that knee was torn up. And and hope that Adam Schefter is reporting today that it looks like he'll make a full recovery. So, uh, you know, he's a top prospect in the draft, and hopefully he lands in the right spot. And, uh, you know, prayers up for him. Hopefully he can get a speedy recovery but yeah man it was a it started out to be kind of boring game if you liked field goals that was the the ticket for you um i put some money down on bama too but um so you lost what are you gonna yeah what are you gonna do i mean that's the that's what you do when you you gamble you put in the amount that you're okay with potentially losing and you go from there um uh stetson uh bennett his career huh Stetson Bennett the fourth. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're we're deep diving here. Uh, he deserves everything uh, that he got this season. He finished the game with 224 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, after getting embarrassed by Bama earlier in the year, uh, he came back and led his team. And his whole story, I would not be surprised if this was made into a movie. Uh, how he walked on, he wanted to play for his hometown team and he stayed had people come in ahead of him and still worked his way up to the top and still balled out. So kudos to you, young man. Um, I'm just, I, I think the, it was too much for Bama to overcome once uh, Williamson went down uh, and, and tore his ACL. I, I, at that point I was just like, mm, this is, this is not good. Uh, but Bama always has weapons waiting on the bench, which is the craziest thing about them is they literally have a whole nother one squad, even though it's their second squad sitting on the bench and they can just come in and go from there. And that's what I think uh, the young man, Harris was his last name, the wide receiver. Uh, And he started going off. He made a huge drop, but uh, overall, this wasn't the best national uh, championship game. Um, I, I enjoy a defensive matchup, which is why I enjoyed the first two and a half quarters. Uh, but I also like to see offense with that. And once Georgia kind of put their foot down, it was over from there. Um, but I did just watch a video before we came on and it was Nick Saban with, uh, Bryce Young and, uh, trying to think of the, Will uh, Anderson. Yes. And they were getting up and he basically gave them their flowers and said these, if it wasn't for these gentlemen, we wouldn't even have been here. Uh, and just him taking the time, he didn't have to do that. He even said in that, he's like, yeah, I know they're taking this on them right now, but they're, they're a huge part of the reason why we're even here. Uh, so I just wanted to, to share that and, and how they, they tapped him and let him go. And Nick obviously finished the uh, press conference. Uh, he is the greatest uh, college football head coach period uh, but he lost to one of his pupils and that's the first time yeah it's wild he isn't it? in a yeah, national Kirby championship Smart. game i mean and it's his first time period but he lost in a national championship to one of his people so that was that was crazy i i just it, it was wild. He's lost I, to a dabo and he's <laughs> lost to a kirby yeah 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 that's <laughs> no but even, even during halftime when he was interviewed and he was Basically, he knows that there's this team is loaded with five-star recruits. It's just he basically said they don't have experience. They're going to get it now. And, you know, you saw it. You saw it a couple years ago. They they took Jalen Hurts out of the game at halftime, put in Tua, and you just threw this bomb, and they won this game. They beat Georgia the first time. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. just the, Tua, the freshman, you know, just coming in and, and like, in the big spotlight, these – you know, these kids that were on the field today, yes, uh, yesterday, you're going to see them on Sundays. You're going to see them next year playing 
as the ones. And this, yeah, it's just a testament to how deep the SEC is, how deep, you know, Nick Saban's teams are. So, yeah, I uh, would not be surprised if Alabama is back in the same spot again next year, especially with the Heisman Trophy center, uh, Heisman Trophy winner uh, under center for mm-hmm. sure. And, and Bryce Young. That's a tongue twister right there. There you go. Say that five times fast, right? I will not. I will leave that all to you. So, yes. <laughs> um, enough of that. And yeah, that's it. That's Let's, it. Yeah, I mean, that's it for, for college football. Uh, Kurt Herbstreet and, and Desmond Howard, you don't have to worry about uh, players not playing in bowl games. Um, but we can talk about uh, we can talk about serious football. I, I love college football. Uh, I love the competitiveness in college football, and it's super fun to watch. More fun, honestly, to watch than regular, like the NFL, uh, but not during playoff time because of all the drama that's coming out. But before we do that, Sam, it's it's time to talk about some coaches getting uh, relieved of their duties, and some of them that uh, you and I are very happy about and pretty much called it before the season started, in the beginning of the season – Middle and here it is. Uh, do you want to jump right into your favorite firing? <laughs> My favorite fire. Yeah, I, I'm up. pretty sure. Is I this know. the is this the fire Ryan Pace podcast? Oh, I mean, you. I'm I alley ooped it to you. You can take yeah. and do what you want to. I, I think we're the official there. podcast of firing Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy. But mm-hmm. yeah, uh, you know, uh, it was uh, Black Monday, as they call it in yes. the National Football League. Or if you're Vic Fangio, Gray Sunday, which was very weird. You know, you got to do that an hour or two before games start on Sunday morning, Broncos. I know yeah. you're for sale, but come on, let's uh, let's let's uh, you know, there's football to be played on Sunday. There let's is. not fire our coaches. But you know, uh, yeah, a ton of openings. You mentioned as you know, we just laid it out there. The Bears are looking for a new GM, new uh, man, uh, head coach. The Vikings uh, not only got rid of Mike Zimmer, surprisingly got rid of their GM too, Rick Spielman. So that was that was a little strange. Uh, but we kind of saw Zimmer coming. Uh, or, you yeah. know, of course, Urban Meyer is gone. Trent Balky, the GM of the Jaguars, still there. Just happening now. Uh, Joe Judge of the Giants is gone. Dave Gettleman, yeah. quote unquote, retired. Um, yeah. Yeah, they so, they basically said we were gonna we're gonna fire you, but if you want to retire and go from there, you can do that. What, are, just, they, go ahead. what are they gonna do with all their quote unquote computer people? I, remember that? <laughs> I I think those were two of the biggest bozos in the NFL. I've said this to Joe you, Judge. I've um, said this to you offline before. Is there a bigger fake tough guy than Joe Judge? No, no, like, and I I immediately text uh. One of my brothers, uh, my boy Rel, he's a diehard Giants fan, diehard Knicks fan, right? And uh, we, I, I immediately texted him. I said, today you guys won the Super Bowl. He said, you have no idea how happy I am. And I'm scrolling through Twitter as I'm texting him, and I'm seeing all the people so happy that Joe Judge is gone and watching all the, the uh, Eagles handles talk about and put up all the videos of Joe judge talking all the nonsense is our, our team will never do that. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you're right. Cause you don't have a team, but the sad part is, which I said to rel as well is the funny part is he'll probably get another job. Probably won't be a head coaching job in NFL. It'll probably be assistant job. And if he doesn't do that, you know, he's going to get a head, a head coaching job in college football, which is disgusting because he shouldn't. Well, um, it's, it's weird. He almost went to, I think it was Mississippi state. Mm-hmm. And then they, the Giants quickly gave him a contract uh, a couple years ago before he could go to Mississippi State. He was a special teams coordinator for the Patriots for a number of yeah. years, and yeah. he worked for Nick Saban down in um, Tuscaloosa, Tuscaloosa, as well. So, yeah, no, that's wild. We'll get we'll get into to all of them. Uh, you know, I'm trying to think. Did we miss any? Oh yeah, yeah. The Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Decided to part ways with um, Ryan Flores, their their head coach of three seasons, which was just completely baffling to me. I know there was a power struggle there between GM Chris, Chris Greer and Brian Flores and notably over Deshaun Watson to a tug of Viloa, like 
what really went down we're not really sure but um you know to see brian flores out after three seasons of especially two back-to-back winning seasons in miami was just awful in my opinion i pray i I, i've I've been everything that i've read everything that i've seen on on twitter or on any of the forums that i follow any of the websites and articles i've read uh he's going to be highly sought after in the offseason because teams know that the dolphins are idiots uh, and know (laughs) what they just had uh in in a head coach that what he did in in new england with his defense what he brought to miami miami fought pretty much every game it wasn't the old miami that just kind of laid down like they had some pieces down there and he did what he could with what he had and it's unfortunate uh because i really truly feel that he he overachieved in miami uh to be honest um it's hard when you don't have a gm on the same page as you right as you mentioned but hopefully he gets that opportunity to have a gm that's on the same page as him sees the same thing because i truly think he can flourish in the nfl and i hope he gets his chance like as i've talked about on here many a times that other uh, viable black coaches get an opportunity and don't and aren't one and done or three and done and never get an opportunity ever again um so i i pray that he gets that in other uh valid candidates as well give the enemy a job please um he's four and two in three seasons against the patriots if you are hired in the afc east your job is to beat the patriots like that is what you are measured against trust me as being a jets fan i've lost tom brady i not me but my team has lost to tom brady for 20 freaking years i've seen it twice a year for 20 years it sucks, but your job is to beat Bill Belichick and the Patriots. And he was two uh two and oh this year and four and two over the last three seasons. That's what he gets paid to do. He's a, a you know, reports, you know, have certainly come out like he's a little brash and like hard and was a power struggle. It sounded like Chris Chris Greer wanted Tua, and it sounded like Flores maybe wanted to go in another direction. It's probably what the power struggle with Ryan Fitzpatrick last year was. Mm-hmm. The Deshaun Watson rumors. Who again? Who really knows? But it's just yeah, it's a sad to see a you know a well, I'll qualified you, coach. If it was if they were fighting over trying to get Watson uh, to be the quarterback over, that's what I read. At, yeah, that's well, what I'm, I read. I'm just saying if if that was the argument, then Flores, you you are valid to leave. Like you should leave because I would take Watson over to any day outside of the legal uh, <laughs> missteps. Yeah, if, if, if all things are equal and he's yeah. and he's, you know, that's for we've certainly had podcasts dedicated to Sean Watson. But right. if, if things were all like above board and clean, yeah, of course you want Sean Watson over next year. All but five quarterbacks. Everything. Yeah. Next year. NFL forgets everything. So yeah, as you guys mentioned last week, it's a you know, it's a it's a players league, it's a talent league, and you get your second chances. If if Deshaun Watson's not in jail, um, he's going to be playing football next yeah, Sunday. And it doesn't sound like he's gonna be in jail. There's no criminal charges against him. None. So it's just None. a you know, it is what it is, unfortunately. The the charges. Um, and again, we we certainly have sensitivity to those um, in those lawsuits and we'll, you know, just leave it. We're just talking about football here, but um, yeah. Uh, any, anything else surprise you from uh, this coaching carousel here? Like if you were to kind of look at the jobs that are available, we'll say like the Raiders, obviously the Raiders are in the playoffs with a interim head coach. We'll just, we won't mention them, but is Where's the most appealing landing spot you think you'd want to be if you were a head coach? Well, I hope the Raiders sent um, Carson Wentz a bouquet of flowers. Um, <clears throat> because uh, your boy is not he my did it boy. again. I do unfortunately still have his jersey, uh, but he he is showing that since that injury, I don't think I think Carson has has peaked. I don't think he's going to ever get back to where he once was. And I think he proved that in this situation. You had a team that was in the playoffs last year and 
and you choked when all you had to do was win that game against the Jags, uh, who had an interim head coach. But I, I don't know. The, I think the Raiders is the uh, most appealing job right now. Uh, the Raiders and I'd probably say the Bears because, well, actually the Raiders, Vikings, and Bears. Uh, Raiders, you got Derek Carr still there if he still stays there. Um, you have a, a good a bunch of good offensive pieces. You got some good defensive pieces. Uh, see what you do. You got that beautiful new stadium in Vegas. I mean, that's going to attract a lot of people in itself. Um, out in, in Minnesota, you have Justin Jefferson, who I, I don't know who wouldn't want to coach him. Um, the Vikings always put together a competitive team. I still think the weak link is Kirk Cousins. Um, but I mean, they're kind of locked into his contract because of that stupid, stupid decision that they made. Um, yeah, guaranteed money. One more yeah. season, though. One yeah. more season. I Good. think they can get out of it. Good for them. Um, and then the Bears. Uh, yeah, Justin Fields. If they can get a coach that actually uh, is is good to develop a, a quarterback, I think Justin can flourish in his second season. I, I mean, he did pretty well with what he showed, but uh, that Bears O-line is pretty much uh, <laughs> the Red Sea parted. You can walk right through at any point in time and just tap the quarterback. So I think that would be uh, pretty interesting to see what happens there. Uh, any of those positions you feel is more uh, – prestigious than other it's weird because they all come with a caveat of like craziness like i would say jacksonville's pretty appealing but shad khan's a lunatic (laughs) well not you know and it's a i think kevin clark of the ringer had this uh i'm pulling up a tweet that he had over the weekend the colts losing a win and in game against a two and four franchise wearing clown wigs has to be one of the most embarrassing losses since the merger so like wow. you know the, their fans are showing up in clown costumes um because the the owner is is you know just ridiculous um i like yeah i think i'm with you i like the vikings job and justin fields is something that you know certainly a talent and if you could get the right kind of coach the enemy doug peterson in there a quarterback guy I got to tell you, I know I can, I mean, uh, the Jags, I think that's where Doug's going. I, I know we've, we've had our comments about Doug Peterson, but the fact after seeing what you see with, with Carson Wentz, you can, you know, he made Carson Wentz look like an MVP. He brought Nick Foles to a Super Bowl. I kind of have a different kind of light on Doug Peterson, um, lately because of just because of the poor play of, Carson, Carson once. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Carson, Carson bullied his way out of, out of Philadelphia to go to his guy to only get his guy out of the playoffs. <laughs> like, you, you did all of that with, you basically just wasted away. Uh, what's his name's uh, whole season. I can't think of the running back. Jonathan Taylor. Phenomenal. Yeah. And it's just, for for not so i i think carson will i honestly don't think he'll be in the league in the next two years but he'll probably stay in the league as as a backup but the reason why i don't think he'll stay in the league is because he wants to be that guy um and i don't think teams are going to really trust him after his time in in the Colts unless next season is something completely different he puts in the work his off season and, and gets better and kind of cleans up those mistakes, but I don't see that happening. But what I do see happening is the playoffs this weekend. And I'm super, super excited because a, you already know the team that I predicted to be in the playoffs is in the playoffs. Um, Go Eagles. Um, But uh, let's, let's go through the, uh, the games. We'll start with Saturday Uh, wild card Saturday uh, the first game is the Raiders, as we were just talking about, uh, at the Bengals at 4.30 p.m. My Bengals. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sam, Sam's Bengals. He, he might as well just leave the Jets and go to the Bengals. You might as well. Um, and the Joe Burrow jersey. You, I mean, you know, you know what I told you to do. Um, 
Who do you got in this game? I mean, I'm pretty sure it's the Bengals, but I mean, I'll let you speak and say it for yourself. My friend sent me this meme the other day that said that no one, um, it, it was about text messaging and the Bengals that mm-hmm. um, the first text message was sent in 1992. And the last time the Bengals won a playoff game was 1991. So no one has ever um, sent a, uh, you know, sent a text message while the Bengals were winning a, a playoff game. Isn't that wild? That's it's been it's been thirty years. So that's what fans the fans don't do it. You're talking about? No, I'm saying the first text message was sent in '92. Oh, the first ever one was sent. First ever Jeez. text message, and the, the Bengals last one 30 years ago in 1991. Anyway. Um, yeah, I like the Bengals. I, I I think you see Joe Burrow is just hitting his stride. He's certainly no stranger to big games, even though it's his first playoff matchup. The defense has been playing really well. Joe Mixon's been playing well. And of course you have T Higgins and Tyler Boyd and the rookie of the year, Jamar Chase, uh, just looking like a monster to end the season and to win a lot of people some fantasy. Yeah championships including myself so um appreciate that jamar and um i'm gonna go to the Bengals over the raiders even though you know that raider charger game was probably the game of the year we didn't even really talk about it um no, no need to people you can go look at it on your own we're at playoff mode Sam. we're at playoff mode i'm just saying um, it was probably the game I, of the year go it on. was no it definitely was it was a pretty pretty phenomenal game um i have to go it's hard for me to go against the Raiders because they keep fighting back with all that they've done throughout this whole season. Right. So I don't want to count them out. They kind of been like the cardiac kids in this situation. Uh, But I think Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T Higgins, Tyler Boyd, I think that's too much for them to uh, handle. Uh, And they're, they pretty much have a certain swagger. I, I mean, I am interested to see uh, how Joe is after he limped off the field. Um, but I'm sure he's good to go. But, I mean, we'll, we'll see. You never know. It could easily be aggravated again. But Bengals are my are my choice. Um, the 8-15 game on Saturday uh, is the Patriots at the Bills. And I absolutely think this is going to be a really, really, really good game. Um, but I'm just curious to see what Matt Jones shows up. Because if it's the one from last week, uh, the Patriots are getting the pause put on them. Um, and if it's the Bills that showed up against somebody's former team or still team, yeah, it's going to be a beatdown. So I'm going Bills on this one, uh, especially in that cold. But it's kind of hard going against Bill Belichick. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, you're right. I, I agree with all the points you made. I don't know what Bills team is going to show up, but I don't know what Mac Jones is going to show up. So I'm going to go with the Bills being at home in the cold. I just I think on paper, the this Bills, even though they're inconsistent at time, I think this Bills team is one of the best teams in football. So um, and Devin Singletary is looking great um, as running back. And, you know, when you have a, a defense like that, well, both teams have a great defense. But, yeah, the the I'm going to go with the Bills for sure. I agree. I agree. So let's go to uh, Sunday. Uh, in the first game, one o'clock, my birds against the defending champs who don't have a couple of their star wide receivers, but they still have the GOAT, Tom Brady. Uh, Sam, I will unapologetically choose my Eagles to win because I'm not betting against them and what they've done this year. Uh, and the turnaround that they've had. I'm not going to gloat any further. It's definitely my Eagles in this situation. I'm going to be a homer all the way on this one. Shoot me. I don't care. Who you got, Sam? I knew you'd do that. Um, and <laughs> it's it's hard to, you know, it's been great to see the Eagles on this run, and hopefully Jalen continues to mature into the quarterback that I think you and I both think he can be. Um I I just think the you know it's Tom Brady in the playoffs at home in Tampa and uh, he, you know he doesn't have got a 
Godwin and he doesn't have um, Antonio Brown, but he, he's got Gronk. He's got some great receivers still that they're pretty deep and that well, defense is, is still. Uh, does he have Gronk? Because Gronk's been in the doghouse a lot recently. He's Gronk and it's it's Brady and it's the playoffs. They don't even need to look at each other. They know like what's going on. They like wink and they like the run in a seam up the middle and Gronk's just hurling through dudes. I still think, I don't know. It's the playoffs, man. I can't. And again, I hate Tom Brady, but I, I, I don't, am I wrong here? I don't hate him. You're not wrong. I, I mean, but this is the only reason why I'm really, really giving my team a chance is they have the number one run offense in the league. And that always translates well in the playoffs. So that's what I'm hanging my hat on because that could keep Tom off field and that would help you win with Tom being off the field. Um, But we know that he only needs a couple of plays to do what Tom does. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bucs won, but there's no way I'm picking the Bucs. I understand that. I respect that. I just think you're wrong. (laughs) That's fair. It's okay. We can, we can agree to disagree, sir. Um, on at 430, we have the Niners against the Cowboys. And uh, I don't know who's going to be the quarterback for the Niners. <laughs> I do know who's going to be the quarterback for the Cowboys. I uh, just don't know what Cowboy team is going to show up uh, because I know they did gloat after they beat, you know, a second string team uh, recently. But they've also been inconsistent. But do have the number one offense in the NFL. So does that show up? Uh, does their inconsistent defense show up? Uh, I mean, does Diggs get another pick? Game changer. Uh, Micah Parsons, probably defensive rookie of the year. Um, does he make an impact here? Um, it's hard for me in this game really to, to truly pick, and it's not even because I, I dislike the Cowboys. Um, I, I think the Niners do have a good team, but – I don't know who's going to be their QB. Uh, so with that being said, I will unfortunately pick the Cowboys, even though I still think they're going to be a one and done. I haven't been able to like figure this Niners team out all year. Like mm-hmm. I look at everyone talks about how great they are. And I like, they have some great pieces. I, I, I maybe it's just, I don't believe in Jimmy G. Um, and I know he's sorry, having a sorry, better Jimmy. Get his name correct. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, you're right. I'm so sorry. I got to put like a quarter in the jar. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. So I just don't see it. And I think if the cat, like, but also, you know, I've been on the bandwagon of Mike McCarthy is going to lose this team a, yes. a game and especially yes, at home. Mm-hmm. But I just, I think if they were playing anybody else in the NFC, I could say that and be confident about it. I just, I don't, I think this Cowboy team is better than this Niners team and they could very well lose, but I, I got to pick the Cowboys. Yeah. I, that makes any sense. I just don't believe in this Niners team. I just don't see it, but some I, I'm reading things and some analysts think they could make it, you know, pretty deep in the playoffs. And I just, I just don't see it. Maybe I'm just completely uh, naive or just looking past something, but. Well, I guess I guess we will truly see what happens, right? Um, uh, the next game uh, following, or actually also on Sunday, I'm sorry, uh, is the eight fifteen game, uh, which is the Steelers. Shout out to Dave because uh, he called the Steelers being in the playoffs, and we both laughed uh, <laughs> essentially uh, seeing what happened. They had to have a lot of things fall in place, and it did. Uh, but they also needed to win, uh, and they did. Uh, so the Steelers are in the playoffs, but they are playing the Chiefs. And I'm going to make this short and sweet. The Chiefs win. Who you got, Sam? Yeah, it's Yeah, I'm picking the Chiefs. Um, I, don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's close there. I did pick Pittsburgh to make the playoffs. Okay, there you go. So right. I didn't laugh. But I, I also picked I Baltimore and Los Angeles. Okay. Well, and Cleveland. Cleveland. I'm looking at it now. Mm, yikes. 
Uh, you did too. Um, I can go through this another time. Um, yeah, I think it's the Chiefs. I I don't believe in the Steelers team. Um, I think you guys wrapped on um, Big Ben last week pretty well. Um, and I was in my car just completely like nodding my head when uh, you guys making points. Harrison with the stats. Yeah. Just yeah. great. Um, but yeah, you know, Hall of Fame career. I just I just don't I don't see it. Um, I know he's prone for the big game because um, that's all he's been in. Uh, but this Chiefs team is um, even though they just lost to the bank Bengals a couple weeks ago. Um, this Chiefs team is pretty good, and I'm going to pick Patrick Mahomes uh, probably every time. Yep, it makes sense. It makes perfect sense. Um, last game. This is really boring. We've agreed on every game except for the Eagles and picking. Bucks. And if you weren't an Eagles fan, I bet you'd pick the Bucks. I mean, if I was not an Eagles fan, absolutely, but I am. So. <laughs> uh, and now we have this Monday night game, which what is do you think of that? Super weird, super uh, weird, right? Super weird. But I mean, I mean, they made a killing on Monday night f- football with the uh, Peyton and Eli, and, and so they're doing the not? game too. They're I know. It. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm great. fully aware. That's why I said it. <laughs> um, I, I think, I think you'll see them do more games next year. I hope they do more games next year. Uh, because their their broadcast was phenomenal. We've we've touched on this before. Uh, but well, there's going to be an opening in that booth because someone, whether it's a Giants or somewhere, needs to hire Lou Riddick out of that booth. That's very very true. He that, needs to be happened. a general manager. We've yeah. been saying it for a year now. Mm-hmm. He um, needs it. He needs to, he needs to say bye bye to ESPN and really get paid because he knows and he's great ball. on ESPN and he yeah. knows that and everyone knows that. Um, but, but he, he needs football so so much. He needs to be back in the front office again because he's just – he's great. Anyway. Uh, but it's the Cardinals-Rams, uh, 8.15 uh, p.m. And we've we've given Dave some flack. I know you've r- ridden Dave pretty hard with, with some of these picks that he's made, but mm-hmm. he said the Cardinals were going to make it to the Super Bowl, and we laughed. And since then, they've been one of the best teams in football. And uh, I'm sure we will have him on soon. I'm uh, still laughing because they're not going to be my Super Bowl pick this week. Uh, and they're going to be one and done. Uh, the Cardinals have been... Your Rams are so inconsistent, man. No, I no, like, not, I like hold on, too. hold on. Not the Rams. The Rams quarterback, Matthew Stafford, who throws picks at the worst times. I mean, picks are bad in general, Sam. But literally throws game ending ending picks, kills momentum, does this stuff. I don't know if he can get over himself. I hope he does because they have a lot of pieces around them. And it would suck to spoil Cooper Cup's phenomenal season as well. But on the flip side, the Cardinals started off extremely hot. And since then, they've been inconsistent due to injuries and due to certain plays. And I mean, they just lost to the Seahawks, did they not? Yeah, because the Jets have their first round pick, and now they're picking tenth. So, so there you go. So, <sighs> I mean, it, with with this game, it's the who's going to show up game, right? <laughs> it, really, yeah. in this one, who's going to show up? So, it, whoever your pick is, you could be extremely right, or you could be extremely wrong in this situation because these teams are Jekyll and Hyde every game they step on the field, but. I'm going to stay consistent here and I'm going to stay with my pick uh, and I'm going to go with the Rams and I hope Stafford actually knows not to throw to the team in the red in the white. Yeah. We, we love Matt Stafford. We had a whole podcast talking about how much we love Matt Stafford, um, but maybe he's showing that inconsistency that made him not win a playoff game in Detroit. I, you know, I don't know he's still, uh, he's still great. Um, by quarterback standards, but I, I have to pick the Rams too. I think, you know, and we were texting with Dave and I think he, uh, he said it best. If this Cardinals team was still healthy, his, you know, they'd be a lock. Um, they'd be, they'd perform pretty well, but you know, to not have Hopkins, I'm not even sure if he's coming back. Um, and, you know, missing some other pieces there. I'm, I'm just going to pick the Rams. The car, it's a they're in Arizona, right? 
yeah, they have to be in Arizona. Um, yeah, I'm going to pick the Rams. Okay. All right. So we will see what happens uh, there. But uh, I think we spent enough time on the NFL. I'm really intrigued to see what's going to happen. Um, let's let's get into the NBA. And uh, then we'll get into our, you know, our favorite segment of Do You Care? But uh, NBA, been pretty interesting. Uh, we've got some superstars that have returned and made their return last week. I talked about it on the last podcast. Super happy about it. Kyrie came back uh, last Wednesday. And Clay made his triumphant return on Sunday, which he dropped 17 points. Uh his first play and first point for Clay was literally a drive down the middle for a layup, and it was glorious. But the place went nuts. It, it went at. It was so electric in there, like it was so wild. The NBA that dunk too. Yes, yeah, like, the NBA and their theatrics is so beautiful because they played this up so well. Uh, the introduction, like if it was a playoff game, um, Kevin Love waited for. Clay, when he was checking in to start the game, he waited for him at the scorer's table and gave him a huge hug because the last time, because of all the battles that they really had, and that's when Clay tore his ACL first, was against the Cavs. Uh, so they've had epic battles, and he just showed him love, gave him a huge hug, and then went about his business, right? Um, super happy for the league to see Clay back, but I'm telling you right now, man, Everybody should be scared of the Warriors. They should have been scared about the Warriors before and the way that Steph was playing and the way that Draymond's playing. But now you get Clay back. And if he's if he's even one sixth of himself, <laughs> actually I'll give him two sixths of himself. So a third. Yes. Yes, Sam, if we're gonna get I can do math. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I it's it will be a huge piece for them going forward. They're getting Weissman back. I've talked about this last pod, but happy to see him back. Kyrie uh, coming back and just balling out on the road. It still sucks to just see him only play on the road um, because the Nets need him because they've been super inconsistent and losing games they should not be losing. They just lost to Portland with no Dame Lillard. Um, and that says a lot to me. Um, but they are still number two in the East behind the Bulls. Uh, but we'll see how that happens. We'll see what happens when they, if they mesh and do what they got to do with all that talent, there's no way they should be losing those types of games. But we also have Jamal Murray coming back soon, potentially. Um, so we'll see if when that happens, I've been watching some him, him practicing and dunking and whatnot. So I'm, I'm super intrigued to see what happens there. Uh, we're, but, we're the Jamal Murray podcast. Yes, yes, yes. That's for I sure. Will, I will gladly uh, ride that coattail. Um, so what are your thoughts so far with those returns, Sam, and what's been going on? Yeah, I think when, what are the Warriors, like 29 and 9, and then they got Clay back, something like that, 30 yeah. and 9. So that's that's dangerous, and that puts the West on just, if they weren't already on alert, you know, knowing what this Warrior team can do. Dream on, playing great. Um, and yeah, you know, Wiseman back and can see what they can do with um, bench that, you know, um, but to see Steph like just electric, his, you know, electric self when, when Clay's back, you just saw him just pick it up another level. Uh, it's, that's great to see there. Um, personally, I, when it comes to the Nets, I think they are the most talented team in basketball. It, I don't, you know, KD and, and Harden and, and Kyrie is so damn talented. Yeah. yeah, I hate to see him only on, you know, on the road playing games because um, he can't play at home because of the, the mandates and stuff. But I, I still don't kind of agree with it. And kind of, you know, he's he's allowed um, his own, you know, views and uh, beliefs. And he certainly is, is standing by that. And and that's and that's fine and i respect him for that uh i just don't necessarily think he should be playing but you know maybe these mandates will be lifted and then it'll be fine um so you know how do they you, you watch a lot more net games than i do i don't i haven't really watched 
as many basketball games um, as I usually do this year. And, and, you know, there's a lot of reasons for that, but how are, how are your nets looking with this dynamic with, with only having Kyrie on the road? Is it like, you know, well, last night, synopsis? well, last night it helped to have Kyrie back because James Harden was out. Yeah. So it was Kyrie and KD, but as I mentioned before, they still lost. Um, Kyrie, this is only his second game back, right? So he's technically going to only play 21 games, I think it is, um, which, I mean, all, everybody else on the team is going to have mile, mileage on him way more because they've played more games than him throughout the year. He's only he's going to only play 20 games. Yeah, it's going to be um, fresh. That's for sure. Correct. He's going to be fresh, but the thing is, we know that the Nets are making the playoffs, right? If the Nets are a high seed team, they're going to have home court advantage, which means that Kyrie's going to be out for the first two games, which is going to be huge in the playoffs, especially when you're playing the Bucks and the Bulls. And depending on what is done before the trade deadline, because I don't think Ben Simmons will be with the Sixers by February 10th. Um, so who do they trade for? And because that could really make the Sixers a, a, a real player. Like the Sixers, they're going to hang around because they're they're a good team. Uh, but right now, I don't. I think they're a pretender. But I think they are one to two pieces away from being there. I mean, if Ben was actually playing, they would be in the top three, in my honest opinion. But I, I saw it, their ship. They're trying to get rid of Tobias now. Well, I mean, they should have never that paid contract and much. never paid him that much yeah. to begin with. Yeah. But, yeah. I love Tobias, New York boy. You know, I mean, I love his his relationship with uh, Bog, Bodon, a Bog, Bogdan Bogdanovich. Goodness gracious. Um, <laughs> I love their relationship and the show that they have and and how they interact with one another. Like, that's great for sports, TV, all that stuff. But Tobias really hasn't been like the Tobias that was on the Clippers. Right. And even then he started to fade. Um, I would have never, as the team, paid him that much. So it's not surprising. I would have kept Jimmy Butler, man. Uh, psh, yeah. Never have paid Tobias and, well, and kept Jimmy there. The reason why they got rid of Jimmy was because of who? The same yeah. person they're trying to get rid of right now, Ben Simmons. So yeah. that was a mistake because they could have built something because Joel Embiid loved Jimmy Butler. I mean, loved him. So I, I don't know, Sam. But, but to, to fully dive back into your question, uh, the Nets need to mesh. And I think with COVID protocols, having to switch different players in uh, this Kyrie situation, Steve Nash has been changing a whole bunch of lineups, um, trying to find like what works. So they're still trying to figure it out. Uh, they haven't figured it out yet, clearly. Um, so I don't know. They need to figure it out, get something rolling into the all-star break. So they, they've got a month to kind of figure out who they are. Because once you come out of that all-star break, it's pedals to the metal. Yeah. And, and we got to push for the playoffs and potential championship. So, yeah, I, I think that'll be uh, pretty interesting to see how that, how that plays out. Um, Sam, you want to intro uh, your favorite thing? Hey, it's our favorite segment. <laughs> that was it's assumed so, to be. I was so weak. <laughs> it's a soon to be award winning segment. <laughs> there we go. I like that you're just hosting this podcast today. I mean, you know, I just this is I let, I'm letting this you is get for me. back into it. You know, I'm you know, leaning back in. I'm putting my feet in the water. I'm like, yeah. what is this a microphone? What do I do now? You got your do toes in the water. You're just trying to feel out if it's too hot or too cold. You know, you don't know. I was listening last week, and I'm like, oh, Brandon can host a podcast. But obviously, I know that he hosts his own podcast for years uh, for the love of hype. Thank Check you. it out wherever you get, wherever you listen to this podcast. Yes, yes. You need to listen to For the Love of Hype. But, you know, I do a little something, you know, but I, I sit back here, and I, I let my brother Sam just do what he's got to do, and I just follow your lead. So I'm giving the lead back to you, you know? Hey, man, appreciate it. Um, yeah, it's time to play Do You Care. You want to Do You Care? Do you want to play? Absolutely. Okay, awesome. <laughs> I don't even know what's coming. Usually I know what's coming and I, I don't. Um, <laughs> it's going to be good. Uh, I literally don't know what's coming. I know you don't. I know you don't. It's okay. You can go ahead. You got Behind it. Behind the curtain a little bit. I usually write the rundown <laughs> and then we sit down and 
go through it so we both know what's coming but well Brandon, I mean, in this one Brandon wrote the rundown and by wrote the rundown just texted me a couple things yep. and we're flying blind i love it we're and we're doing perfectly fine i'm used to it's great it. um yeah the I do you care it. this week is betting is legal sports betting is legal in new york state finally do you care sam I think my wallet cares. <laughs> I already lost some money. <laughs> so uh, I know all these sports books are just throwing, uh, just throwing all kinds of promos at you and and whatnot. And um, it, it's cool to you know I'm not really a big gambler to begin with. Mm-hmm. You know if I'm in New Jersey, I a friend's house or something. Yeah, I, yeah. I've, I've put on money on a you know. Uh, a fight or a big game or something, but you know, I, I don't necessarily gamble. So um, yeah, you know, I think it's interesting. I think it, uh, um, it's a, a new dynamic and put some skin in the game. So it was fun to just have a rooting interest in the national championship game last year. I mean, I care. Yeah. It's a, uh, I think it's good for sports um, if it's done responsibly and whatnot. Um, what, what about you? I know you're, you know, not a huge care. gambler. Yeah. I absolutely care uh, because this is, this is what I would do if I was in Atlantic City. Um, one of the first things I do in the hotel that I'm in, I check myself in, put my bags up, and I go right to the betting area, and I look at it's it's that it's blackjack and it's roulette. Those are the three things that I do when I'm in a casino, like, and obviously drink and have a good time, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, I definitely go there and I check to see what the odds are. I see, and I make crazy bets and I'm still, 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 still pissed off Sam that I didn't make a bet when I was out in Vegas for my buddy's bachelor party that the Yankees were going to break that home run record that year. And I said they were going to, and I didn't bet it. And I could have won some good money. And I was super upset about that. I mean, I probably could have made some good money this year if I bet the Eagles to make the playoffs because the odds for them weren't great either, right? So uh, Sam has been talking to me and trying to convince me to do a a betting segment, but I am not going to do that because I don't need you guys knocking at my door, uh, you know, and trying to bet. Yeah, no, mm-mm. I will not be your downfall. Well, here, this is this is where we monetize your Nostradamus like quality of getting these picks right. That's true. That's true. We can we can do this. I, I'm I'm with it. I got confidence. Uh, but no, I I was trying to look up and see how much money uh, New York made off this weekend alone because i know they had to rake in millions this weekend i'm sure of it sam i i need to find it somewhere somehow but yeah. um yeah i think the the first point that you made which was the best point um if this is done responsibly uh, meaning that you are not betting your house not the house your house um and you're betting only what you're comfortable with losing. I think this could be a great thing for those that that do participate and actually gamble. Um, I think it is a good thing for sports. I mean, it's going to intensify people uh, watching games and and their their vested interest in it. So, I I do care. I'm I'm very very uh very very happy about this. Uh, so. I guess we'll see where where that goes um i got one more uh do you care sam play it on me i have one too this is your first podcast back and your first podcast of the new year yes do you care <laughs> yes it's good to be back good. thanks again for holding it down um, have you back and dealing with my uh crazy schedule you're the you're a pro amongst pros and a a very good friend so i appreciate the uh flexibility there we record at all different hours of the day and night and uh have you know a lot of random conversations at a lot of random times so i certainly appreciate it i appreciate (laughs) the guys jumping in and uh keeping the seat warm too again i thought i was you know i was done i thought i was not (laughs) wally you know the story of wally pip right 
Yes, Sam. Yeah, I thought that was it. I like you guys are like Lou Gehrig just coming in. You're never going to see me again. No, no, you're uh, you're I'm fine. Surprised my Twitter mentions or something weren't through the roof. Like, no, who's this I mean, book? We took. We, I mean, we. There was definitely. Uh, there's definitely some robbery attempts coming your way. Uh, Harrison's trying to steal your your spot. Dame's trying to steal your basketball cards. Uh, so you you have to deal with that on your own. I can't help you there. You're your own man. Um, but uh, <laughs> just uh, happy to have you back. Uh, happy to see what we are going to do this year. So I, I did I did purchase a piece of equipment that it can change this podcast and the hype podcast. So. Sam doesn't know about it, but I'll share with him after air. But um, I'm looking forward to what this is going to be like in 2022. And on our one-year anniversary, the fact that Sam and I had talked about this years ago, I had mentioned it to him. Uh, Sam was like, yeah, I was down. You know, we, we were thinking about getting a little studio uh, playtime and, and going and doing what we had to do there. That didn't work out. Our schedules didn't really work out and we kind of canned the idea for then. And then I know the pandemic has been not the greatest for everybody, uh, but I can say I'm one of the people that I'm very fortunate for this because it allowed me to do things such as this and create a, a podcast with a brother of mine and, and do and talk about something that we would talk about anyway. Uh, which is sports. So super, super thankful uh, that you guys listen. Super thankful uh, for K104 for allowing our podcast to exist on their podcast page. Uh, I know some people that may be listening to this have no idea what K104 is, but it's a huge local uh, radio station um, in our area uh, that has done some phenomenal things and brought some some phenomenal talent around. Uh, Sam being a, a former employee there, whatnot. Um, so yeah, I, I'm just super appreciative of seeing what this this has been, and for those that have listened and participated uh, and, and been co-host and and helped us further this along. So yeah, 2022 is going to be a, a great year uh, in all facets. Yeah, I couldn't. Uh... I totally agree with you. It's it's I'm very fortunate that this has happened and um you know uh, a lot of people to thank but we're just getting started uh 41 episodes in and a ton more to go. So yeah, um you know, Apple, Spotify, leave us some reviews, help us out um get our podcast some uh some attention there that'd be great and follow us on instagram at chasing points podcast and uh seriously you leave a question on a five-star review and brandon will answer it next week i will i will that's for sure he didn't even know i was gonna say that it's just a wow. thing and yeah, uh throws me K- out there and do, does things yeah it's crazy uh <laughs> k104online.com i think it's slash podcasts I should know because I made that page years and years ago. Uh, no, but thank you to Scotty Mack and the team at Kevin Four for letting our little podcast exist in their world. And I'm uh, very fortunate there. So um, I think that's pretty much it. We'll be back next week. We will be back next week. It's playoff time. And uh, we're really excited. So for Brandon, I am Sam. And uh, we'll see you next week. Peace. So I promised you I would do this, and I haven't done this in a while. Uh, So here it is. When you cough, don't cough in your hands. Cough in your little elbow cup area. Don't know the technical anatomy. The opposite of the weenus, you know, cough in there. What what is it? What are you doing? Like a crevice? Yeah, what we'll call it, it the crevice. The, the nook, the nook, the the <laughs> ar, the, nook. the elbow nook. Yes, the elbow nook. Uh, when you cough, please cover your damn face. Stop touching things. This is how all this is going on, and people are getting sick. Be thoughtful. Stop being disgusting. Wipe your nose. I know it's cold out there. It's brick. The, the weather out there right now is damn near disrespectful. I got smacked in my face this morning by the wind. It almost robbed me from my money. I didn't know what was going on. I said here and I got in my car and I drove. But 
understand that this is the time to be to be practicing safe uh safety precautions uh when it comes to you know health stop coughing all over the place use hand sanitizers wash your hands wash your ass <laughs> do all that good stuff i'm done i love y'all bye <laughs>